0: Now, it's Drive at 5, Dublin's Q102, Scotland, Venetia, with you all the way home on this Thursday, 4th of January. Now, with the festivities coming to an end at the weekend, many of us aren't feeling at our best, you can say that again. Uh, For those who suffer from anxiety, depression, addictions, and a host of other difficulties, it could be even worse. And a Change.org petition led by Dublin-based psychologist and cognitive scientist John Francis' leader, JFL, I'll call him, is attempting to help us... uh, uh, understand ourselves, and feel a little better. And there was once a time, he says, when celebrities and regular people, those in the media and those who just watched it, you say, and those who were therapists and everyone else. And he says, times have changed. Now we all have the opportunity to be in the spotlight. We all get to create and share media and we all have the capacity to impact the thoughts, feelings uh, and actions uh, of others. And... John Francis Leader, JFL, joins me on this line.
1: Hello, JFL. Hey, Scott. Hey, Venetia.
0: How are you doing? Yeah, We're doing well. Um, it's just uh, reading that out there, it's just sort of the enormity of the whole thing dawns on me in this social yeah. media age, John, that, you know, we're, we're consumers, but yet we're all publishers. And exactly. the last thing you think about is what impact might what I write have on someone else?
1: You've summed it up perfectly, and you've also got the core of this, because I noticed your upbeat choice of song before I came on. Don't think I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> and this is exactly the point, really. So whether it's uh, you know, celebrities versus regular people, when we think about the past, that's changed. You know, fame is kind of available to anybody who's willing to do something and point a mm. camera. The media versus the non-media, and also therapists versus non-therapists. You know the old thing that politics is too important to be left to politicians. Mm definitely the same with therapy I think now you know we as therapists have a role of course kind of quality control but the point is is we wouldn't leave health just two nutritionists or experts in the area, we'd all actively uh, play a role in us. So yeah, media has, has a huge role to play in this. So there's kind of two things I suppose we want to achieve with our Therapy of Tomorrow uh, initiative. One is uh, just a recognition that that's happening already, that we are being affected by film, television, music, games, the Internet, and also thoughts are a form of media as well. When you listen to... Um, a song and you walk away and then it still plays Mm. in your imagination. Mm. That happens with conversations as well and it happens with ideas. So one is recognising that and then the other thing of course is doing something about it.
0: So what are you doing in reality there, John? Are you actually training yourself to be aware and to listen out for the things that are being picked up by your own head? Is that what it
1: is? Awareness is a big part of it. They say that fish will be the last to know what water is. And this is a problem in some ways. We, we just become, you know, we don't, we don't see it because we're so surrounded by it. So one is just recognizing it and stepping back to some degree. But the other bit of it as well is maintaining a kind of an experiential diet. So just like with nutrition, we don't just eat whatever's there. We kind of navigate. We hopefully are mindful of it. We'll have more of certain foods and less of other foods as the need arises. So the, kind of the same thing can be done. We can choose the media that we expose ourselves to. We can put playlists together. We we can have the kind of experiences that are going to bring forward what we need brought forward. Mm.
0: Could it, sorry, I Could you. You end up, though, if you t- adopt that um, to, to, to uh, a large degree, John, that you end up that your experiential things, all the stuff that you're, 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 these film, television, the games, the music, all the different things that you mentioned, that it's all balanced, but you end up scheduled to within an inch of your life and that you don't, you you don't, you know, you end up with no time to kind
1: of chill. It's very true and you could say exactly the same thing with the health example, isn't it? And you do see both extremes, isn't it? You see Hmm. people who just don't regard health at all mindfully in any way on one extreme and then you see people who do plan within an inch of their life and their diet as a spreadsheet and that becomes boring so there's a kind of a sweet spot in the middle I suppose that we're always looking for between those two points Um, What about um, the whole mindfulness um, John as a day to day practice in life Yeah, mindfulness is its sort of a big word, but it's really exactly the point here, I suppose. It is being aware and being conscious. And another kind of useful word or synonym for it is being intentional, really. And again, exactly as we were just mentioning, we don't want to overthink it because that's not exactly what mindfulness is, Mm -hmm. being too intentional and trying to overthink or overplan. But we also... Don't want to uh, miss the opportunity, I suppose, to navigate in our lives as well and choose what we're being exposed to. so there's kind of there's two sides to this, of course. there's um as as consumers of media there is choosing what we're listening to what kind of media we're being exposed to who we're hanging out with what we're Mm. spending our time doing but we're also putting forward in our initiative a bit of a challenge as well for content creators to try and be a bit cognitively ergonomic and think of the positive impact of what they're creating also anybody in the media as well thinking about programming schedules Thinking a little bit like if you're running a canteen, if you're putting together a programming schedule, how do we make the content appealing, but also good for you as well at the same time? So in that way, should you sort of maybe should, should the percentage of uh, positive news and positive stories and your positive output outweigh perhaps more negative? Yeah, yeah, it's, it should, but, but at the same time, we have to be nuanced about it as well, because, of course, you could just talk about nice things all day, but it would be shallow enough. Yeah, out, it's not and, realistic yeah, either. There's nothing yeah. wrong, exactly, we're talking about the dark stuff, but mm-hmm. the point is that it's processing and it's being brought somewhere. It's not just something that's bringing us down, it's actually bringing us somewhere. Yeah,
0: but John, you know, say, you know, all day talking about, you know, the nice things are the things that are kind of... You know, you you believe are kind of interesting uh, with a whole bunch of like-minded people, and hearing back a whole bunch of of stuff that you know that you will agree with, and making you feel good, or sort of fooling you into thinking that you know there's a valuable contribution here. That you're all you are is actually you're on social media, and they're all the people who liked your page.
1: Yeah, and it's not a real world. Mm. And it's interesting because social media, what's happening where we kind of believe that that identity we have on social media is us. You know, we don't seem to exist off it. Yeah. In a way, that's what's happening anyway with thoughts. You know, we have this kind of a concept of profile in our own imagination that we think is positive or negative. Yeah, but
0: just on this, uh, it's uh, the social media end of it, just to to ask this finally, um, Mm -hmm. just in terms of of our our own and and taking on board what you say about not overscheduling every aspect of your life, especially including this, but how much... Of that stuff is enough, and how much of it does it vary by the person? Do you have to sort of read it with a critical eye, or like, re, is it like the Beano, or is it the Times? You know, how should you approach it?
1: Well, one of the key things is to have something to outweigh it on the other side. All you need to do, and this is the point of using media, is you watch a film, you watch a horror film. You know it's not real, but when you know the character's lost in the woods and the zombies are after them. It sure feels real. That becomes your world and your emotions relate to that world. Uh, when we forget that we're actually in the living room, sat on the couch and we're safe. Yeah. So I think something similar is true with social media. There's nothing wrong with having these immersive experiences, being caught up in these worlds. But if that's our key world, Well, then we don't have anything to contrast it to. Mm. So that is part of the mindfulness point as well, of being able to break free from that occasionally, being able to go out for a walk. Or, you know, it's nothing wrong watching TV or listening to the radio, but let's actually choose to engage in something we want to listen to rather than the day goes by we're not waking up.
0: If you're a fan of the TED Talks, uh, John spoke about this last month, uh, the therapy of tomorrow. It's crowdsourcing therapy. I find it personally fascinating Mm. stuff. And we thank you very much, John, for, for taking the call.
1: You're welcome. It's all up on jfl.com if people want to check it out.
0: Here we go, jfl.com. That was John Francis, leader, uh, who is JFL.